We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up? Everyone, that was off key. My daughter would not like that. Lucky Lefty Pod, I'm your boy, Sean Davis. Left, where you at? Left, where you at? Oh, looking for you. We right here, we right here. Got the yeah, yeah, Lenore boys. So we, we, we in a full effect on the Lucky Lefty Pod. Lenore boys in the building, brought to you by Anor Whiskey, AnorWhiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure that you do so. Responsibly. You have to do it responsibly. Fantastic show today. Once again, thank you, everybody, for your continued support. I mean, we're breaking down low records each and every month. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation, in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, all of our great content. Leave five stars. Leave your comments. We appreciate everything. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it, spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Absolutely, man. It was there were only 28 days in February and we're still breaking records, bro. 
28, unfortunately, man. Only 28, unfortunately. 28 was a special. It was you turned 28, 28 days. Special month last night, breaking records because of you, LL Nation. We greatly appreciate you. We're going to take a ton of your questions today. <laughs> Let, why, why do Notre Dame fans, maybe you guys can help me with this. Why do Notre Dame fans do this, Left? You know me, Left. I'm a huge Notre Dame fan, right? But I'm also a Chicago Bulls fan. Yep. Black White Hawks, Sox fan. White Sox, Bears. So, you know, University of Illinois. So games will be on, and I'll, I'll comment on the games. Or I'll say something about a Bulls game, like last night. They're playing the Detroit Pistons probably without their top four players. Are all hurt. Bulls are up 20. I turn back. It's a two-point game with 40 seconds left. And I tweet out, the fact that this is a two-point game is absolutely ridiculous. It's, <laughs> it's laughable. And you know what somebody replied? Should be a pretty good show tomorrow with C.J. Carr visiting Texas A&M. And I'm like, like what does that have to do <laughs> with what I just said? Like, what? Like, like if you just wanted to say that to me, just say it. Don't they, respond. They want they it they to be a story. They want the story to be addressed because they want to hear your opinion, Sean. Like, dude, don't respond to my Bulls tweet, my Bulls rage tweet. But no, the name, that's like mixing – that's not a good mix, right? That's it's like mixing, good, it's, it's kind of Chicago, mini no, Chicago. That's like mixing Hennessy and tequila, bro. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Keep them the only mix you can do Hennessy and Patron. You know, just just keep them separate. <laughs> but it was crazy. I was like, "What is going on?" And then to find out that CJ Carr is going to be in a seven-on-seven tournament at Texas A&M. And he's not visiting Texas A&M. I'm like, man, first of all, because at that point, now I have to go do my research, right? Yeah, now, yeah, now, now you put me on the hunt. Because I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Now I have to go do my research. Only to find out there was much to do about nothing. There was much to do about nothing. So for me, it was just like, look, when I get on the show tomorrow, I'm going to let all the Notre, Notre Dame fans know. If you want to tweet at me something, tweet at me. But don't respond to my Chicago sports thoughts with Notre Dame thoughts. It just gets tricky, man. And I was raging last night. I was raging last night. You know, the Blackhawks traded Patrick Kane. That's the end of an era. White Sox are just the White Sox. The Bulls. Oh, bro, this. I need to trade cities. Maybe I need to move to Ohio. Man, you'll 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 be a great sports fan for a long time, man. We have a a, a lot to offer, you know, from from the book football to the the baseball aspect. You could be a South a professional sports fan in in Cincinnati, or you can be a Northerner and like Cleveland sports and that sports market. But if you're an Ohioan, a true Ohio sports fan, you like it all. We got the Reds. We got the Bengals, who they, mm. Indians, Ohio State. Even look, we even got the Mac. Marcus Freeman came from Cincinnati. We got what? Yeah. So yeah. you, if you like sports from Ohio, we got you. You be a happy fan. What do you think, LL Nation? Do you think I should be fair weather and switch over to Ohio? Ooh. And, and partner with my boy Left. Ooh. 
Don't let he's me trying to, he's, trying, he's trying to pull me over. That's right. That's he's trying right. to wait, wait a minute. You said don't talk about the music. Yeah, because we got that too. We you if we want to throw in music, we got that too. Yeah, I, I know you're not trying to compare high <laughs> where you you're not doing that. I you're you're smarter than that, man. You're smarter than that. You're not comparing Ohio now, unless you're going like old school Ohio, like Roger Troutman. That like if you're going yeah. legacy, yeah, Bootsy Collins. I mean, if you're going legacy, yeah. Like I know the Ohio legacy now. Like I'm entrenched. Yeah. I'm entrenched in music. I've been <laughs> I've been to Cincinnati Cincinnati for the festival a couple times. Yeah, and hey, we got something for you, Sean. Anything you want? You ain't got nothing for me. I already know. I already know. <laughs> I already know, but you know we got we got our Earth Wind and Fires. That's right. We got That's our right. Kanye's. Yeah, you guys you know Kanye's is is a is a culture shifter, not a hip hop artist. It's different. Come on, man. There you go, moving the goalposts. You heard what Kendrick Person Perkins said about moving the goalposts for MVP, right? <laughs> there you go. I am a I am extremely knowledgeable of Ohio's music history. Extremely yeah. knowledgeable. You know, but you got Shaka Khan. You start coming with like the caravan. Don't, we don't need to go to the gospel side because we got gospel, <laughs> we got R&B, we got hip hop. I mean, you know, that's just Chicago. And don't make me go to like the rock groups. Oh yeah, the yeah. rock and roll groups from yeah. Chicago. Mm, I don't think you want to. I got some. I got some flavor. Yeah, yeah. Chicago music is kind of special. It's kind of special. It's kind of special. The Midwest in general, I don't think Midwest gets the love it deserves from a musical standpoint. There's so much focus on, uh, of course, Detroit, but Motown, New York, Philly, because Philly was huge, uh, Gamble and Huff, Teddy Pendergrass, all the groups that came out of Philly. Then you talk, started talking about L.A. They, they get most of the love, but definitely places like Ohio and Chicago, St. Louis even deserve a lot of love when it comes to what they've added to the history of music. No doubt. <laughs> Anthony Solomon said, don't fall for the trap, the Malice trap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Gomawaf said, move to Detroit and root for the no. That combination? What's the worst comb city combination right now? That's a good question. LL Nation, what's the worst Sports city combination. Detroit might be the worst right now because the red <laughs> the Red Wings aren't what they used to be. You got the Lions, you got the Tigers. Detroit's pretty pretty bad. Yeah, Detroit. They they are more consistently uh, pretty trash. But I don't know. Orlando's pretty bad too. The Magic ain't been nothing. Uh, I mean, they really don't. They only have what one team. The Magic. What else well, do they have? Well, I was thinking Tampa and Orlando together. So you just combining like low uh Florida. Because the Mariners aren't that good either, aren't they? Well, the Mariners are out in Seattle. No, not the Mariners. What's the Tampa, the Tampa team? No, the Tampa Rays are uh, man, the great. The Rays are nice. The Rays yeah. are great. They've been great for like the past decade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're like always. Battling for first place in the uh, AL East, absolutely. Mm. Man, I'm the only people really holding it down for Florida. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's the Rays. 
Because the Bucks is, you know, not worth too much. I mean, Tom Brady got the Tampa. Someone That's says cool, Garland Docs, he said Indy. Yeah, the Pacers been mediocre Pacers. for a long time. Yeah, but they're young and they're coming. They have a lot of young talent. Halliburton's like nice. Halliburton's nice. Matherin is nice. I, I like the young talent. I like the young talent. Plus, they play in a bad division. Yeah. Yeah. But, Minnesota. But, but their talent isn't better than Cleveland's young talent. Let's see. The Minnesota Wild have been pretty good. The Twins have been pretty consistent in the last decade. So it's hard to say Minnesota. I would I would definitely say Detroit is worse than Minnesota. Mm. Jay Henry says Toronto. I don't – the Raptors just won an NBA championship, right? What, three years ago? Why? That was like three, four years ago. The Blue Jays just went to the playoffs with their young talent. Toronto was kind of on the come. Mm. And then the Maple Leafs are like – Original six royalty in the NHL. I don't, I don't know. Shout out Drunk Beagle. That's right. Shy Town. Kirby Puckett. Shout out. <laughs> oh, you're right. Pittsburgh. Man, thank you, Josh Buffalo. The boat. Yes. Pittsburgh's pretty average right now, bro. As a mm. sports town, the Steelers are the only thing holding. Now, Mike Tomlin is the only thing holding that thing down. I don't, I think because Crosby is at the end, coming to the end. Mm. Yeah, because they're like four or five years removed from, I think, winning a Stanley Cup. The Penguins. I can see Pittsburgh being debatable. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. I am garbage man. The Broncos and Rockies both stink. That's true. Right now, Denver at – but they do have the Nuggets, though. They're the number one, team, number in one the team in the West. And number one team in the West right now. So if you're in Denver, you're riding with Jokic right now in the crew. Oh, yeah, heavy. Yeah. And now, they do just, got Sean Payton at the they Broncos. They just got Sean Payton. Yeah, they did just Turn get Sean Payton. Turn around real quick. Yeah. Yeah. See, even down in Houston, the Texans stink, but you got the world champion Astros. And they won twice. Yeah. And, yeah, the Avalanche, thank you, Coach Vic. The Avalanche did just win the Stanley Cup. They've had some injury problems. That young defenseman has been um, injured a lot and out of the lineup, but and Coach Vic, yes, we do get more, we get credit when you download the podcast. You have to download the podcast. I saw your earlier comment. So we're going to start the show off. We'll get to Notre Dame shortly. But, you know, we, it's Thursday, baby. It's Thursday. So you know what that means. That means we were watching Snowfall last night. That's what that means. Like, there is no Thursday show without us watching Snowfall last Wait, night. It's, it's tonight. Yeah, it's tonight. What do you mean it's tonight? This dude, are you kidding me? No, it's 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 Wednesdays. Are you talking about Thursday nights? It's Thursday nights. Snowfall is every Wednesday night, left. Oh my god! What are you? See, this is why. About it last. This, I, I this is why I constantly send reminders via text to left. Yeah, 
Oh my goodness. Because life gets busy. Oh my goodness. Did I miss I missed it? Oh my god. Okay, this okay. is one of the best episodes. It was good too. No. Bro. Okay, we save it for tomorrow. We gotta save it for tomorrow. For the culture right. Friday. Okay. Save it for it makes sense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe this, man. Every Thursday we talk snowfall. Oh, I can't believe it. And this dude talking about it. Come on Thursday night, does you know darn well Snowfall comes on Wednesday nights, man. I definitely, Coach Vic is absolutely right. I watch it on Hulu, like the commercials. So I always try to watch it like right after the uh, premiere. And I, you know, I fell asleep last night, you know, and all that. But you don't have DVR? No, Hulu. I just I just watch it on Hulu because it, it I can get right to it. No commercials. I already paid $34.99. <laughs> Cause I had to add the stars to it because stars went up in they little man. These subscriptions is getting crazy. <laughs> these subscriptions said, said left is distracted by LeBron's injury. <laughs> now LeBron's honestly injured, but he's, he's the greatest player of all time. So he's going to try to work through it to get to the playoffs so they can face the Kings. That's all they want. They just want the Kings. If that's what you think. <laughs> and if that's what you think. Were they only three and a half games behind right now? I have a tough stretch coming up. I think they play Phoenix this weekend on national TV. That's an L. <laughs> that's an L. <laughs> we got AD playing good right now. He didn't even have 30 last game. They lost. No, they beat OKC. Yeah, but they got spanked by Memphis. You know we put John Moran on the Petty Train today. Oh my god! Yeah, well, just wait, people. Petty Train is gonna be full today. Petty Train is gonna be very full today. It's been crazy. Yesterday was crazy when they came to crazy news. <laughs> like the story is so odd that it's like, man, this is immature. Like the whole thing is so immature. <laughs> <laughs> Like John Moran, you're a multi-millionaire. I was just on the phone with your family on some other business stuff. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me ask you a question. Because I'm sitting back and I'm watching Snowfall, right? So I won't get into it. Please don't. But, but I'm inspired. I'm inspired by Snowfall. The reason okay. I'm inspired by Snowfall. Because you're watching like a fractured family, right? Right. And so when I was contacted about the CJ Carr thing, and I started doing my research, and I'm like, what? Let me tell you the thought that I had. This is before I found out. You know, I'm texting, looking up stuff. And I say to myself, I almost came to a, a point of resignation in my thoughts because I said to myself, well, if he really is opening things back up, can you blame him? Mm. Like if he's watching what's transpired over the last two weeks, can you blame him? Now, that wasn't the case once I found out what was really going on with the information. But as we get ready to spring forth, and finally we got the schedule 
the 22nd of March is the first spring practice, and then Pro Day, I believe, is the 25th, three days afterwards. Last year, the Pro Day was the day before the first spring practice. So they've changed things around a little bit. But going to spring with all of these visits and everything, I just found it strange that uh, I kind of resi- I was resigned to if things start to fall apart in certain areas during the spring when visits and commitments are supposed to be rolling in, that would kind of be resigned that it would be a residual effect of certain things that have happened. I wonder if the fan base would feel the same way. Not that, not that I would feel okay with it. I'm not okay with it. But would you kind of say to yourself, eh, eh, I understand it. I get it. You know, would you be more lenient if you heard a kid in the 24 class say, I'm opening things up? after what has transpired in Notre Dame recently. Um, Just interested in, in, in how fans would view it. See, it was, was, was happening, I think, uh, for a place like Notre Dame, having that much volatility is, is kind of common. So it, it would shy away some people who were committed to the school for different reasons. You know, I think CJ's influence with from Tommy really is a heavy reason why CJ committed as early as he did. Not that he didn't like Notre Dame early, but his commitment early, I think, had a lot to do with Tommy just because of how things went down. I mean, they had a real conversation about what they were going to do with Dante, who's the class above him, uh, his teammate on his own 7-on-7 team. Uh, you know, there was definitely – um, an influence of of uh, a preference that came from Tommy that probably gave CJ a real comfort mm-hmm. uh, into committing as early as he did because that's a year and a half before you even think about going to school to the point where they even talk, talked about him possibly reclassifying. You only reclassifying if you think you got a real chance at something and you, you're supported by the people that make those decisions, which you know, coming to find out, it seems like we had a Eric uh, Belenemy situation where Tommy was an assistant head coach too, and offense coordinator. So he was operating on that side of football, as making all the decisions apparently. So, um, I think it you can't be mad at kid for thinking about his decision a little bit more. Uh, you don't want a situation like Peyton Bowen, who couldn't make up his mind, it seemed like, when, you know, it felt like he was uh, telling us he was committed to Notre Dame. So I think there's a, a way to go about it. But, you know, if you don't want to be there, you don't want to be there. And then with the transfer portal happening how it is now, what do the fans think about the guys on the team that leave after a year or after two years? I mean, is that the same as a kid decommitting or never coming? So. Just things to think about.
it's interesting too. And then it passed once I got the right information. I was like, okay, okay, that's good. So I also went to check out St. Ignatius versus Westinghouse last night in the sectionals down at De La Salle High School. They take on Fenwick in the super sectional on the sectional finals on Friday night. I'll be at that game as well. You have just uh, Justin Scott for St. Ignatius in the 24 class, and then you have Nate Marshall in the 25 class, who's another defensive line target for Notre Dame. He also plays basketball, and he'll be playing for Fenwick. So it's going to be fun to see those big two dudes down low battling each other like they battle each other on the football field. And just so you know, Nate Marshall was the Catholic League defensive player of the year. That's right. He beat out Justin Scott this year. So he's a dude. He's a dude. So both of those guys be going head up to see who makes it to the super the super sectional to make it down to, uh, down state for the March Madness IHSA boys basketball. So it's going to be a very exciting night. I will say this: he's excited. He's in a really good space right now with everything emotionally that he went through in January with his recruiting. Just really great space. Um, he did say this, like, yo, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to just get it over. You know, I'm ready to take my last one or two visits and, and, and see if, you know, the decision I made is the right decision. Like that's, that's where he's at. You know, he's still very much in the same space. And, you know, a lot of people are reporting that Georgia is surging and this, that he hasn't talked to anybody. It was like, it's not like he's sitting here talking to coaches and that he's been playing basketball, man. And that's been his focus. So it, it, we got a laugh out of it too. Cause I jokingly was like, yeah, I heard, uh, you know, you had a dream school down South. And he was like, <laughs> he laughed like, dude, look, I talked to this young man January last year. And out told me, and I have proof that I can still bring up the one offer that I'm waiting for is Notre Dame. Mm. So all look, all this other stuff that's being reported. I can't tell you what somebody said in another conversation. I know what's consistently been said to me. Right. From this young man, you know, and that's it. I, I want him, I want him to go to the, the championship game. Like play all the way up to April. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Win, that, win the state championship. You know, because honestly, this might be the last ride. I don't think people realize that. This is this is his last ride for basketball. He's a junior, but this is his last ride because he's an early enrollee. Yeah. He's, he's, he does, there's no other chance for him to, to play with his boys. You know? So... Yeah, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. They beat Fenwick during the regular season, so they should have a pretty good shot. So I'll tap in with them again Friday night. Yeah, I mean, shoot, it's it's definitely emotional. Your last basketball season before you start your football career at, at yeah. school. So you know, there's gonna be a, a 
a different type of energy, a different type of emotion, but you know, definitely want to go out on top. You don't think about that. Like, because you early enrolled, right? And we were talking yesterday. It took, like, you guys are so locked in. And Robert Hainsey talked about, like, if he didn't early enroll, there was no way he would be ready to play first game against Temple his freshman year. I enjoyed my senior year, bro. The second, the second half, right? Yes. The second half of senior year is the best. Is the best. That's what you go to high school. Well, I don't do. I know at that point for me, I had enough credits to graduate after the first semester. So the second semester, dude, literally, no, I'm I'm not even lying. I had, because you know, you can have a lunch and then you can have a service period. I don't know if they did this in Ohio. Service period is when you went to another teacher's classroom and like you helped her grade papers, you ran errands for them. We had to go to Catholic school, so that was we had to do service projects. So I did Habitat for Humanity in the summer. Okay, okay, yeah. So I had do literally my senior year. I had a lunch and like two service periods. Oh, back to back. So you taking a long. So I had like three lunches (laughs) because one of my service periods was with my baseball coach. Oh, so you in the gym. Oh, he didn't, he didn't care if I came. Dude, so I yeah. was like, I had. <laughs> you roaming the hallway senior year. You just living. Oh, senior year, I was driving to Hyde Park, getting pizza. I was driving downtown, getting lunch. Yeah. yeah. Driving across the During Whitney school. Young. During school, driving across to see girls at Whitney Young. Like, I was, yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. I don't know if I had a scholarship and an opportunity to early enroll. Like because I was like, man, I'm having too much because <laughs> I knew what was coming. As soon as we got through Christmas break, I was like, yo, this is about to be on and popping. Like I get prom is like, because uh, I went to junior prom anyway. So prom, missing prom wouldn't have been anything. But yeah, I think things are looking up. Like despite, and that's what I really want to get to. That would have been resignation. If the CJ, if there was uh, something to the CJ Carr tweet that someone sent to me, but with all of that, what's springing forth, in my opinion, and what's going to spring forth, we're about to see how powerful Marcus Freeman really is. That's my opinion. Yeah, I think with everything that's happened, we're really about to see who he is as the leader of a program. Yes. Because I think this team is going to play their tails off in 23, and I think this recruiting class is going to end up being one of the best recruiting classes Notre Dame has ever had. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely do. Absolutely. Even with everything that's happening, I really think there's going to be one thing I will say. This staff is going to be unified. Yes. You know and I know there was a good staff last year, but there was a little bit rogue. There was kind of a rogue vibe going on on the staff. We don't have to get too deep into it, but there was like, I'm here and this is my guy. And that was obvious because once a certain coach left, that guy left. Yeah. 
So it was kind of like Coach Freeman, the guys he hired, and then that guy and his guy. Now it won't everything's much more family on the coaching staff, right? Because all of these Gaduli with Marcus previously. Knows him, Joe Rudolph, Whit Marcus, previously. Great guy. Knows other got people. He recruited, I want to say, four or five of the offensive linemen that are currently in the offensive line room. All of that matters. And I just think it's going to be more co- more cohesive with the coaches this year. I really, really do. And I'm not here to judge. I don't think we can judge whether or not Jared Parker – or Gerard, as you call him. Gerard Parker is an upgrade over Tommy Reese, but I do think we're going to see Marcus Freeman's strength as a leader, as a mentor, and as a coach. I think you're going to see him come through with flying colors this year. I really do. 100%. I think if anything, he's got his guys. So uh, he's he's developed that comfortability with the guys he's surrounded himself with, had an actual hand in, 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 in picking most of these guys, even mm-hmm. Gerard Parker. Maybe it was a little funky how that process went, but still the fact that he was there and, and Marcus Freeman knows him. This is not a stranger, you yeah. know, I think uh, that combined with the recruiting and and him being able to withstand the storm of what was going on in the news to how his recruits respond and still uh, believe in what he's doing. So I think he has the confidence uh, in himself, you know, that he's addressed some of the recruiting issues. We got a quarterback in, we got a quarterback coming, we got a quarterback after that. So we shouldn't have no problems, right? And then you bring in, O-line guy who you can rely on. He's been around. He, he's he's well-trusted, so you're not losing too much on that end. And just being that, you know, you are able to handle things as as, as good as you can, I think, uh, helps him uh, believing that he can get the job done. I think Marcus Freeman's in a real good position. He's checking that schedule and checking it twice and, and seeing the victories that are definitely uh, – attainable this yeah. year, especially yeah. those top three games that we need to make sure we seal our, our, our fate on so we can get into these playoffs and, and further. But uh, for us, I think uh, as a fan, you should be excited because Marcus Freeman is excited about what's coming up this year. I think Marcus Freeman is pissed off. I'm going to kick it. I'm going to keep it a buck. Okay. I don't speak for him, but if I look, if I was Marcus Freeman, I would be ticked off. Ticked off at what, though? Come on, man. We don't have to go into that. Well, I mean, you know, you know, you know, off over you know the situation, but like man, we said, look, he he has culpability in, a, in, a, in some of that as well. On the response to parlay that. Oh no 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 no. Oh, you talking about taking one for the team? Yeah, are you, at the what, press conference. Yeah, all right. If you want to, if you want to throw that at his feet, all right. But pissed off in the direction of trying to go to the playoffs, or just at the 
the circumstances he's facing. No, knowing what he wanted. Oh, yeah, yeah. To yeah, win yeah, in 23. Yeah. And what and what happened. Yeah. That. I'd be ticked off. I would be ticked off. And I'd be like, you know what? That's all right. That's cool. Don't worry about it. I'll rock with them. Mm. See what I'm saying? Because that's how I was. Like, you know, I was one of the best in my neighborhood. I'm talking about grammar school, high school, in my neighborhood, right? You know, on your blocks, like four or five block radius. You know, I was like that dude, basketball. Yeah. And we go to the court, you get there late, everybody's picked their teams, and it's just you. And you're like, oh, man, wait a minute. Y'all my boys, y'all not going to pick me up? Oh, uh, yeah. You know so what? You know what? Don't worry about it. Don't worry oh, about I it. Got Who got next? Yeah. Who got next? I'm running yeah. with you. No, no, no. We good. We good. And now, and now, and now you guarding them 94 feet. Exactly. You try to take it hard exactly. to the basket. Every exactly. Time. Exactly. It's like, no, no, no. We're good. No, no. Y'all, man, keep your team. Yeah. I'm rolling. With, I'm rocking with y'all. I'm running with y'all. We're about the man. About the bus. <laughs> exactly right. And your boys are like, man, why are you playing so hard? Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm just playing basketball. I'm this is what I want to get to our team. Right. Ball. Yeah, yeah. Check ball. That's, when, that's when you check ball like five times. Check ball. Yeah, check. Check yeah, ball. Talking. Just check, check. check it. Yeah. <laughs> you throw it to the side one time, make them chase it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's the mindset that Marcus Freeman has right now, man. I really do. I think he's locked in. And you're going to see the very best of Marcus Freeman in all areas as a head coach moving forward and springing forth at Notre Dame. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Don't forget our YouTube channel. Smash that like button. Go ahead and subscribe. Share, let everybody know. Most of all, hit the notification bell. You'll never be left behind. Every time we go live or post something, you'll know. CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. Home of the misguided passion is the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different i got some happy film for left you know we love to make left happy when it comes to film we got some happy film with left and then we're gonna have left tell you since we're probably like 10 minutes of uh content short because this dude didn't watch snowfall oh man i'm sorry man that's crazy we're gonna let left right after this we're gonna let left tell you why the hot you know could do is so vitally important for Notre Dame at this point in time. Lucky Lefty Podcast, we spin it different. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to buyoptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.